The following is a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Let's get started. They bought their tickets. They knew what they were getting into. I say, let them crash. This is Geek Counter Geek. Geeks! With Misty Callahan and Keith Conrad. Well, maybe it's one of those other shows, like Outer Limits. Confuse the Twilight Zone with the Outer Limits? Do you even know me? Misty, this was a big week. You know why? Why? Well, because uh, our friends over there at CBS All Access made a little bit of an announcement. Ooh, do you tell? They're actually going to be making a Captain Pike, Spock, number one series. Ooh. It's it's called Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Mm Mm-hmm. See, from the uh, opening monologue, Strange New Worlds. I see, I see. And uh, I don't, they they haven't announced an air date yet, but uh, at this point, like, they they just announced it, and they actually have started writing it. But uh, obviously, I think it's going to be a minute before they can actually, you know, film it. Mm, Okay. That's a bit of a problem. A little bit, a little bit, because that Rona has everything on lockdown, and including uh, shooting, apparently. Uh, yeah, so all of the new Star Trek series thus far, and in fairness, there's going to be a total of five that we know of, and they've only done two so far, Mm -hmm. Uh, but all of them have been serialized, like there's been like one story over the course of a season, Mm -hmm. but if if they're going old school Trek, that's not exactly what they used to do, so it'll be interesting to see what they come up with there, Mm -hmm. and especially Strange New Worlds. Seems Plural. like they'd be, maybe they'd yeah. be more of an alien of the week sort of thing. All right, I dig it, I dig it. Like I said, um, I, you know, Discovery wasn't my favorite, though, like, cinematography-wise, it, it was my favorite. Um, but yeah, we'll see, we'll see. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm cautiously optimistic because, you know, Star Trek's can go terribly wrong. They can, speaking of Star Trek's that go terribly wrong, I was just mm-hmm. uh, thinking that uh, based on the timeline, they could actually bring back Scott Bakula, and he could he could like make a cameo as really old Admiral Archer. Ah, that's fair. They, they probably won't, but mm-hmm. they could. They could indeed, because he's been referenced a couple times, so that, so they could do that. And uh, so I, th- I think it's still about ten years before Kirk, so maybe he could show up. Mm-hmm. Um. Probably not played by William Shatner, though, this time. No. No, probably a different one. Yeah. Not not Chris Pine, because he wants the monies. Yeah. And uh, now, now they've sort of established a, a precedent that, you know, with Spock, because he was in the uh, in the reboot movies, that they're, they're basically re- recasting everybody. Yeah. Although, I remember when, uh, when Star Trek Discovery Season 2 was announced... And they actually did say that uh, Spock was going to be recast, or just cast in general. Uh, there wasn't much of an outcry over that one, so I doubt that anybody's really going to care that much if some new guy is playing Captain Kirk, or Lieutenant Kirk, or Ensign Kirk, or whatever Kirk he is. I, I don't see why they would, especially considering um, where they're at timeline-wise. I mean, he'd be young, so mm-hmm. it's like you can't. It, you know, 
No, you you could. Plus, it's it's ten years before he becomes you know captain, captain of the Kirk. Enterprise. Yeah. So it stands to reason he'd be around. Well, like, yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm saying you can't get Shatner to play young right. Kirk. I mean, unless you do like some really like CGI thing. But personally, when you de-age people via CGI, it just looks really weird and creepy. Well, they did a really good job in Westworld of de-aging. Uh, um, um, drawing a blank, Anthony Hopkins. Uh-huh. But they were very clever in the way that they showed it. So yeah, yeah, it's not like you could have a, a player who's. Like actually, the focus of the scene and 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 do it effectively. Yeah. At least not yet. Maybe yeah. one day. Well, I haven't seen Westworld at all, so uh, maybe my opinion on de aging people via CGI might change if I saw Anthony Hopkins's de aged self. Um, no, I, it's literally one scene. And yeah, yeah. He's 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 just kind of in the background. Uh, so we'll we'll see what uh, Star Trek Strange New Worlds uh, has in store for us. I will say that uh, CBS All Access released a video with uh, Ethan Peck, Rebecca Romaine, and uh, Anson Mount uh, announcing it, and they all seemed very excited about it. Well, that's good. I, I like uh, Rebecca Romaine. Um, I mean, I've always I thought she was like the best Mystique. I'll be honest with you. That's a little. I mean, that gets a little bit on a tangent there, but, um, you know, so I, I, I look forward to seeing her as, as number one. And I really liked her and Spock, you know, acting together in that little um, mini short tre- track. Yeah, the, the short track, yeah. you know, so that was that was cute. So I look forward to seeing her. I, I like the fact that uh, there was a behind the scenes thing about that uh, short track. And uh, basically, apparently that came about because uh at one point, the writers uh, came to her and said, "Hey, what's your what's a, a special skill that nobody knows about you?" And she's like, "Oh, I know all the Gilbert and Sullivan songs." <laughs> and so, so they wrote a whole thing about it. Oh, that's cute. Um, so yeah, that'll be that'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see. Uh, I'm sure that no matter what they come up with, there will be one group of people who believes that it's the greatest Star Trek that's ever been created, and there will be another one who thinks it's hot garbage. And probably nothing in between. Well, this is the age of social media, so of course. The the age of social media outrage. Basically, yeah. Geek Counter Geek is, of course, brought to you by the fine folks at tweakedaudio.com. If you want to watch Star Trek Strange New Worlds and somebody else in your house uh, hates it, and so you don't want them to know, well, then you'll need new headphones and accessories. Kind of like me when I listen to like Eminem and Nick Kennedy's and stuff like that. I put on headphones so you don't have to listen because you, you hate that. You, you're not a big Eminem person like I am. So I, I, I wouldn't say that I hate it. Like mm-hmm. I'm amused at, I, 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 think, it's, I think it's adorbs <laughs> how, how seriously you take it. Um, I, I really just look at it like, eh, eh. Listen, I, 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 I love the the rap and the hip hop and you know tweaked audio has some great headphones in order to listen to said music genre. It doesn't have to be rap or hip hop. I mean they have eight colors and styles that are available, mic'd and non mic'd versions. You could actually be listening to Gilbert and Sullivan. It wouldn't have to be rap. Exactly. Uh they're designed to sound great for talk like this mm-hmm. or music. Mm-hmm. And they have a limited time, and they have a 
A lifetime what? warranty. Lifetime think, warranty. I, I was going to say a limited time warranty. I'm like, wait, that's not right. Visit tweakedaudio.com <laughs> and use the discount code GCG at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping anywhere in the world, even Wuhan, China. Even. So, uh, you know, we, we do this thing once a month called mm-hmm. uh, Pop Culture Blind Spot. Yes. And you're... Well, basically, if you're new to the podcast, what that is, is like, you know, either Keith or myself will watch a movie that has uh, some pop culture impact that we just kind of missed the boat on the initial time it went around. Like, for example, for me, I never saw Howard the Duck until recently. Um, That's a couple of hours of my life I'll never get back. And uh, this month. Well, this month uh, I was the uh, the guinea pig. Mm hmm. And uh, I, we decided to throw it out there, the choice between uh, Logan's run and Logan. Uh, Logan being the new, uh, the latest, uh, it's a couple of years old, so I don't think you can say it's new. But uh, the latest Wolverine movie mm-hmm. and, uh, and Logan's run, which I'm told is a sci-fi classic. I'm not sure if I saw a different movie than, than these people. Because yeah, I mean, that, technically, that's, a, that's it's, a movie that happened. It, it is a movie that happened. I mean, I guess technically it is sci-fi because it's in the future. There's like, a, I guess you can call it a robot in there. I mean, I, well, it just I, looked like a guy with tinfoil on his face. I, I wasn't. I wasn't <laughs> and taking some like through. air conditioning coils on his arms, <laughs> <laughs> and some I, mirrors around his body on a scooter. Um, so there's technically a robot in there, and then there's. I, I wasn't taking issue with them saying it's sci-fi. I was taking issue with the the whole classic part. Ah, oh, okay, okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a movie that happened. Boy, when you when you run down the things they, they <laughs> run into, that's uh, that's something. Yeah, it was something. So so um, your initial reaction, other than it was a movie that happened, uh, that was not great. I don't think there will be a repeat viewing. <laughs> uh, nor do I think that the next time we go to Dragon Con, assuming there there is a Dragon Con again after uh, after the the Rona. Uh, the next time we go to Dragon Con, uh, scratch off Logan's run for cosplay <laughs> options. Although it would probably be pretty pretty easy. Yeah, basically you just drape a sheet over yourself. Which, by the way, while we were watching it, I, I decided like for maybe uh, a background character in like the little comic that I'm putting together, um, I'm just going to put somebody in a Logan's run outfit and see if anybody will pick up that Easter egg. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought that would be fun. But other than that, I mean, interesting thing that I did learn um, while I was tweeting about it, um, a gentleman did point out that um, that Logan's run was made a year before Star Wars because I was kind of complaining about like the special effects. I'm like, wow, you know, these are really terrible. And they were, and they were were terrible. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, well, you know, if I was watching this at the time it was released, I probably would have thought they were mind blowing and great. And the guy said it was released a year before star Wars. And you know, in a lot of ways, star Wars still holds up the original trilogy. Yeah. Um, so apparently a lot happened in that year. (laughs) Yeah, that that's what we're getting at. That uh, in yeah, special yeah. effects technology, they came a long way. Or they, or George Lucas spared no expense to actually have a legitimate, you know. Well, he spared no expense, effects. and he actually like invented new ways of doing things just so it would look yeah. not crappy. <laughs> 
God bless George Lucas in a so, lot of ways. In case you're like me and you had never seen Logan's Run before, um, granted, I was dozing off for a part of it, and uh, I, I was disinterested for for another part of it, and I was rolling my eyes for the for the other third of the movie. But uh, so basically, they're they're in this uh, utopian society uh, where everybody apparently dies after they turn thirty. Yeah. And uh, 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 Michael York's character, Logan, hence the name Logan's Run, uh, he's a Sandman who's a police officer who catches people who are trying to not die when they turn 30. Yeah. Because I guess, like, okay, so there's a thing that they call the carousel. And I guess it's like when you turn 30, they put you in the carousel and you spin around and you float up into the air and you spontaneously combust. Um, And and apparently they are under the impression that some people come back after that. uh And uh, it's that which is a subtle part of the story to begin with. And then they also very subtly say, no, that that never actually happens. Yeah. Subtle enough that uh, I, I think one could be forgiven for missing it. Yeah, um, basically, so Logan goes on this journey. A run, if you will. A run, if you will, um, to find where, like, the people who try to escape the carousel or they don't want to spontaneously combust at 30. He's trying to hunt down their headquarters or their hideout so he can kill them all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, uh, the, the big computer thing that apparently runs the world mm-hmm. or at least Sends their city, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so his friend, uh, which is, uh, Richard Jordan, uh, who's been in a few, uh, different movies. Uh, he, uh, doesn't know well, nobody knows that he's been sent on this mission and thinks that he's just running. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently takes his job really seriously. Cause he literally chases him to the end of the earth. Yep. Uh, at one point, they're trying to escape him. And they go into uh, some sort of an orgy mm-hmm. uh, where there's there's only... like some subtle nudity. Not well, not so subtle nudity in this movie. Yeah, th- where there are not only you know naked shenanigans going on, mm-hmm. but apparently somehow when you enter the room, you're in slow motion. Yeah, I, I had no idea what was supposed to be going on there. Yeah, there was also a scene where like they were having a uh, uh, another orgy, like Logan, his buddy, and two other chicks, and they threw pink smoke in the air, and they are all like woo into the pink smoke, and I'm like, I'm guessing that's like some sort of hallucinogen drug or something because. Like, their entire society is supposed to be hedonistic. I, I don't, whatever. It was Pink Smoke, yo. Yeah, yeah, that was never really explained either. There's, there's a lot of loose ends tied up in that, in yeah. that thing. Uh, from a practical perspective, I wonder why you would actually, like, it, se- it seems somewhat random to say, when, you're, when you hit 30, you're out of here. A uh, little bit, a little bit. Also, I don't understand why. So if these people are escaping... Well, then they're not. They didn't really of, escape, though. Well, we find that out later, but mm-hmm. I, I'm saying from like their point of view before we learn that. Mm-hmm. If these people are escaping the the little domed community that they live in, nobody ever sees them again. Why do you care if they got out? Like, why why do you have to destroy their sanctuary thing? Why can't you just say, okay, you're you're gone, go go live your lives. 
Yeah. So it was so the that, movie that happened. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's, yeah. A, there's a lot of problems. I'm with stuck that. on the robot. That it was just a guy, and you can see like his fleshy lip underneath like the aluminum foil. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> they, so so they they actually did uh, spend at least some time and effort making like the robot body. Uh, yeah, it was just in. basically mirrors on top of it was like they took a box and they put mirrors on the outside of the box and put some wheels underneath it like a scooter. I and believe then, his name actually was Box, by the way. That that, that <laughs> silence you hear is disbelief on the on the part of Mystic. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> his name was Box. Yes. I didn't even catch that. Yeah, yeah, lo- yeah, yeah. Oh, God, his name was Box. Yeah, the Box, the insane The cyborg. Box that looked like a box with mirrors on it and scooter wheels and air conditioning coils for arms and mm-hmm. aluminum foil. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I mean, they did spend some time and effort making, like, the box body, but you're absolutely right that, like, the arms were just air conditioning coils and <laughs> his head was just, like, they put aluminum foil on a cut eyes and, and a mouth mm-hmm. yeah so yeah i i think that kind of backs up my theory that that maybe the uh uh the the difference between logan's run and star wars was maybe they just weren't putting that much attention to detail into logan's run when they made it yeah and then like when they finally get out of the get out past box the craptacular robot and they get into like the outside world they come across dc and um there it's all overrun nature healed itself shall we say it looks like a big swamp it does look like a big swamp and they find one old man and a bunch of cats and so that's like my issue with the movie was like by the way this old man with a bunch of cats is living in the house of representatives mm -hmm. i would take that as as congress yeah. If they just said, all right, an old man and a bunch of cats are going to decide all the laws, I'd be good with that. It'd be better than what we got going on right now. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but yeah, he, he was just like, oh, I don't know. He like had, you know, usually in a, in a movie, you have a character go on like this journey and they meet like the quote unquote mentor or they meet like some sort of oracle type of you know archetype of a person and they give you answers to the questions that you've had about the movie well this didn't happen in in this current movie like in logan's run they've met the old man he had no questions for nothing they're just he was just old and they were fascinated with his wrinkles and he told them what a husband and wife were and he told them about burials and there were a bunch of cats it literally, and after that, uh, Michael York's character, uh, I believe we established he's, his name is Logan, mm-hmm. um, was so excited that he had to take him back to uh, back to his domed city and uh, and teach the the youngins. Yeah, not sure why they didn't. He was like, they're like, well, are there other people? And the old man's like, oh, uh, okay, okay. I, yeah, to, you know, some people have come through. Okay, you'd think you'd be a little bit more excited about that if you're an old man living in the House of Representatives with, uh, with, uh, with a bunch of cats, but apparently, apparently not. not. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. So, so despite the fact that they take a, a fairly random uh, route to get to mm-hmm. uh, the Capitol building and meet this old guy, uh, Richard Jordan's character eventually catches up to them and, and they fight and they fight in the halls of Congress and uh, eventually he the dies. second fight that happened in the halls of Congress, by the way, it's true for the history nerds out there. Um, yeah. And, uh, and eventually, eventually he dies. They take the old man back to the city and, uh, yeah, some, for some reason, the city blows up and everybody leaves. It's never quite explained why the city blows up. I guess well, the sh- computer was overloaded with the idea that, uh, there wasn't a sanctuary. Yeah. And, and they shot at a couple of the uh, computer panels or whatever. Still doesn't seem if that's if your city is that fragile, maybe you need to rethink the design of your city. Fair enough. And the um, sculpture, you know, kind of artwork in the city was kind of hideous too. Like in the main square, I remember there was like a mirrored hand with a red crystal, and I'm like, this is just ugly. It, that was clearly designed by the same person who designed Box. Yeah. Basically. So, yeah, Logan's Run was a uh, movie Thing that, that happened. happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, not sure there's going to be a repeat viewing of that. Probably not. And if you disagree with us, you know, let us know why at Geek Counter Geek. You know, send us your, your hate mail. We will take it. <laughs> or if you agree with us and you thought the movie was terrible, let us know at Geek Counter Geek on the Twitter box. I feel like some of these uh, some of these pop culture blind spot movies. I, I feel like I actually made a, a wise, a, a wise decision. decision in not seeing any of them. Oh I mean, my gosh! The, the ones that uh, that that you've seen, no, you haven't really loved any of them either. No. I mean, I guess, you know, the right stuff had its moments where it was like, oh, all right, well, that's decent, you know, but it was just too long and just for my taste or what have you. Um, yeah, it, it wasn't terrible, but but you didn't you didn't love it. You're not going to be saying, hey, Keith. Yeah. Let's watch the right stuff again. Yeah. No, that's not happening. Um, that, that's going to be one of those things where you're in the other room drawing and I go, "Ooh, a chance to watch the right stuff. Basically, yeah. That's that's pretty. And much then Howard the Duck is a movie I'll never get. That, well, I was, that I was going to suggest again. watching that again. Oh God, no, no, we're not doing that. Okay, so I because I, it was that that was just like I said the the first time I reviewed it, it was just a series of events that happened with an alien duck, and like the 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 events were so disjointed and disconnected. I'm like, how is this a movie? <laughs> how much pot were these people smoking when they wrote this script? Narrator, a lot. Yeah, it, it it probably was a and lot. And laced with something, too. Yes. Mm, yes, yeah. Speaking of a lot of things happening. Speaking of. <laughs> um, I, I don't know uh, how would you how you would describe the tangible process, your progress you're making on uh, on your comic book. But you do have a new gadget now that I think uh, ultimately yes. will help you. Uh, will help you get it done a little bit faster and easier. So um, you guys will have to excuse me for just a moment for just kind of gushing over my co-host slash fiance slash love of my life. He gave me the best, the best birthday slash wedding present ever. Um, It's a new drawing tablet, a XP pen. Um, and it's like butter. Like it's instead of drawing on like my old you know, Wacom tablet, 
um, where, you know, it's kind of like there's like almost like a, a sl- slight, almost imperceptible uh, disconnect between what's on the the tablet to what transfers onto the screen in front of me. This is like drawing on paper, but not. And it's great. And I love it. And it's making things so much faster. Like I started my 12 page comic in it already. And I'm finishing up a couple of illustrations as well. So yeah, definitely making progress. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, people can follow you, Misty A. Callahan on Twitter and, uh, and the Instagram and, and, and get, uh, Get some updates on on where things are at. Yep. And um, uh, have I have I mentioned lately that uh, my debut novel Righteous Might is available for pre order at Eckhart's Press? I'm you not sure have. how much more progress I can make. And on that one I'm excited it's... for you because, as you've told me, four people have bought it that you don't know at all. You're not related to. They're not friends. So Correct. if you also want to be people. yes, four mystery people. If you also want to be one of the mystery people that do not know me or Keith personally and read his book, definitely pre-order because I'm so proud of him. Well, thank you. And I, and I'm proud of uh, the the progress that you're making on uh, on your comic. It looks looks really great. I can't wait for people to actually see it. Uh, I can't wait for people to actually see it too. I'm trying, man. We're, we're getting there. Getting there. That, that's all you can do. Progress, not perfection. Mm-hmm. Facts. Like, like doing a podcast for two straight weeks. Progress, not, not perfection. Not perfection. <laughs> Ed, uh, we'll be back next week when um, we'll accept all of your hate emails about how much you loved Logan's Run. Exactly. At Geek Counter Geek. Make sure you uh, put that in your Twitter box. The proceeding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Gabatron.